What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And today we have another really, really wonderful topic. I hope you listened to last week's show with uh, tips on how to be a better salesperson. I did that show without a guest last week, and uh, it was it was really it was really fun. It was even though I didn't have somebody to talk to. So I hope you'll check that out. And this week we're talking about who's in charge. I think this is one of the most important things for entrepreneurs to remember, and they forget with difficult employees, difficult clients, difficult circumstances. Sometimes it's hard to remember who's in charge and to step into that that space of of confidence and and knowing when you're in conflict it's so difficult you know think about how you handle those difficult situations do you handle them with grace and ease or do you respond from that stress or fear space knowing how to stay in charge of your life and business no matter the circumstances is a really key component to success. Know who's in charge. Understand how to stay that way. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today with our guest. Allison Sutter is here today to help us figure this out and come around to a place where where you can be in charge and, and uh, maintain that entrepreneurial leadership role that is so important to your business. Now, Allison holds her master's in education and is a certified thinking into results facilitator, as well as an author and a speaker. Her background in education makes her uniquely suited to helping people tap into the power of the mind and overcoming those limiting beliefs. You know, those little gremlins that go on in the head. It happens to all of us, believe me. Allison is also a certified Czech, that's C-H-E-K, holistic lifestyle coach, and uh, also certified in reconnective healing. And we'll learn more about what reconnective healing and Czech holistic lifestyle coaching is all about today. She incorporates her training in the body and mind connection to help her clients not just know more about business in life, but to do more and be more. So I'm very excited to have Allison here with us today. Allison Sutter, welcome to the Million Dollar Mindset. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Oh, I've been looking forward to it as well, Allison. I know that you just have so many wonderful things to, to share with our audience. And um, tell me, you know, I talked about staying in charge of your business, and that was my interpretation of it. Talk to us a little bit about what that really means, staying in charge of your life and business. Well, 
Yeah, let's look at it this way. Let's look at it by asking ourselves a question. You know, how is it that we can know, consciously know, so much about business, about how to run a business, about the what to do portion? But maybe our results don't equal what we know, right? right. So if we look at it that way, um, it, I'm going to take us back to school. Because when we go back to school, we understand that, you know, the educational system says that we need to memorize information for the test, and there's no meaning involved in that. So we memorize it for the test, and somehow that's supposed to translate to a result. Maybe it's, you know, staying in charge of the circumstance or whatever, but um, that's what schools taught us, okay? Um, that's majorly problematic because the information that we hold in our head does not necessarily translate to a result in our business or otherwise. So, you know, part of the solution is beginning to understand that the knowledge and conversations that exist consciously are not actually are what are creating our results. You know, science is now uncovering that, you know, it's our subconscious emotionalized ideas that we take action on. It's not the stuff that we're talking about. It's not, you know, knowing how to run the business, doing the books, making a budget. Um, you know, maybe you're finding that you know these things, but you don't do these things. So, you know, my mentor, Bob Proctor, shared with me that the problem is not that we don't know where we're going, the goal, to have the business, to grow it. Um, it's that we don't know where we are. And mm. where we, why we don't know where we are is because there are paradigms that create the where we are part. You know, if you imagine a line um, going, you know, a lot of times people dictate a where you are um, circle and then an arrow going up in a straight um, pattern to the goal that you're trying to get to. And everybody's focused on the goal. We forget to check in with the where we are part, the circle that we started with. Because that's the part that is causing us to take the actions that we do. So, you know, it can be kind of, con that's why I think so many of us are confused. Yeah, so, it is you know, confusing. Yeah. And, and when you say where we are, are, are you looking at the, the all-encompassing, you know, what, what are we doing, being, experiencing the mindset along with what the physical manifestation is? is? Is that what you mean by where we are? Yes, like where you are today because everything that is happening outside of us is a reflection of our past thinking. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we need to get a handle on where, where are we. For example, if maybe, you know, just so people understand paradigms a little more, paradigms are good and, and are helpful and not so helpful. Like you have a paradigm to brush your teeth. You know, you, you don't want to forget to how to drive a car. These are programs that are in our subconscious mind. But maybe we have programs, which is where we are, that says, I can't earn more than my parents did. Or maybe it says, I must work really hard for my money. Or even, I can't handle success because I don't know enough. So that may be where we are. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Just wanted to clarify for our audience. It's important to understand where the thought processes come from as well as what they are so that we can go back and address them. And I, I know you, you do that in your business. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I have the privilege of 
um, working with a program called Thinking Into Results. And that is the manifestation of a woman um, named Sandra Gallagher who saw Bob Proctor and then realized that what's missing in corporate boardrooms is she was a um, worked on Wall Street as a corporate attorney and um, realized what was missing was knowledge about ourselves. You know, because, again, she saw people who had massive amounts of information. Like, it isn't an intellectual um, questioning about what we know. It's what we do. And so she saw that there was this gap between what people know and what they do, and she saw the purpose behind this program is one in which it can help people close that gap. You know, even people who are highly successful may not even understand why they're successful. So it brings a really deep understanding to why we do what we do and get the results that we get. Yeah, and and we run into this all of the time with not just entrepreneurs, but in children too, and in you know anybody. We, I have worked, and I'm sure you have too, Allison, with with countless numbers of entrepreneurs who have you know they they have PhD level degrees and and they they've been successful in business, and yet they don't think they bring anything important to the table. And as you said, this is all based in a belief systems that are as a result of our environment and, and our life history. So, t- Yeah, there are two, actually, well, there are two examples that I want to share just because I think they can help people visualize based on what you just said. Like mm-hmm. you said children. So if you think about the conversations we have either um, when we were children that were spoken to us or that if we have children, what we speak to children You know, um, if you have a child who does something that they weren't supposed to do, or if you were this child, you know, the parent says, Marla, why did you do that? You know, and the child Mm -hmm. goes, I don't know. And the parent says, you know better. You know, and the child says, I know. You know, and the parent says, try harder next time. So we see very clearly that something is causing an action that we know we're not supposed to take, but we do it anyway. And so the answer to that is paradigm. And just so everyone's clear on what it is that is, um, I'm using it as a, a paradigm as a term that is used to describe a mass of information that is programmed into an individual's subconscious mind genetically at birth and then environmentally after birth. So, you know, this information that we're calling a paradigm is then expressed in behavioral patterns producing a result that a person gets in life. So that is why we can have behavioral patterns, you know, causing a result in our life that our conscious mind is going, I didn't want that. <laughs> that's, not, that's, not what I talk, you know, that's not what I talked to Marla about over lunch. You know, it's like, ah! Yes, so. yeah. So, Allison, in your experience, you know, because we both work with people who have, who have very clearly defined paradigms that are holding them back. And and this these these are defined over a lifetime. Yes, they can be defined in a second, but you know, cumulative speak cumulatively speaking, they, they happen over a lifetime, leading to a possibly more and more destructive result. Um, and they come in here and they want to know how soon, how soon can I break this this way of thinking? How soon can I begin to feel better? How soon will things in my environment begin to shift? And we're going into break in, in just under a minute. So I'm going to let you kind of uh, reflect on this over the 
<laughs> over the break yeah. and, and we'll come back and answer that. But, you know, I'm sure that you experience it too, where clients come in after 42 years of thinking in this one specific way and they want to leave the session a new person. And um, in some mm-hmm. cases that happens, but... <laughs> yeah, right. We'll be back from break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. We have a I'll, few seconds. No, Go ahead. I'll, I'll answer that when I get back because that is a fantastic question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. This is Marla Tabaka here. You're listening to The Million Dollar Mindset. And our guest today is Allison Sutter. And we shall be back right after this break. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. There's no stopping us. Join host Kaylin Amadio for Act Local, marketing for small business. Kaylin helps concerned, confused, and even clueless small business entrepreneurs market simply, safely, and successfully. Join Kaylin for some Monday morning marketing madness that will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing for your local business, this marketing black belt will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin will feature a new tip that you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. Act Local Marketing for Small Business airs every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we're here today with Thinking Into Results uh, facilitator, Allison Sutter. And you can learn more about Allison at her website, which is Results Hub, H-U-B, 
HQ, Results Hub HQ. Allison, going into break, we're talking about, you know, how long it takes. I mean, my life is messed up, says the client. Can I leave here today with a new one? (laughs) Yes, this is a great question. So let's just reverse this a little bit and reflect on the fact that, okay, paradigms are cause our actions. So we're getting the clients, I'm having these uh, actions cause results. So I'm having these results that I took actions on, which were caused by my paradigm. And you're right when you said there are two things that change a paradigm. One is an emotional impact, and it's rare that we have um, such an extreme emotional impact that it changes a paradigm, but like 9-11 was an emotional impact. The other is through constant time-space repetition, so repeating, repeating, repeating. The reason we end up where we are is because we, we did this constant time-space repetition with, a, with an idea. And typically when we're getting results we don't want, it's an idea that isn't serving us. So the question is, how soon can I change? Well, the question back is, how much are you willing to sacrifice? Because it's completely and utterly possible, but it's not going to be completely comfortable. Because when I say sacrifice, I say, you know, there may be relationships that you're in harmony with now that if you want to change it, you won't be in harmony with later. You know, are you willing to sacrifice old thought patterns of guilt of um, poverty, you know, things that aren't serving? Are you willing to sacrifice giving up your favorite TV show program or whatever, a, you know, a non-productive behavior is that you're, that you're doing? So it depends. You know, it, it's completely possible. You know, I've got a client who we've been working together eight weeks, and his paradigms are changing so dramatically. You know, the people that he works with are saying, we notice a difference. But then again, he is inundating himself with the material because he knows that time-space repetition is how you change the paradigm. You know, if you said you hate yourself every day for 20 years, you'll get a a harmonious, you know, result to that. If you say that you love yourself, you know, for 20 years straight, you'll get a harmonious result. So, you know, we want things that are, you know, we can definitively say it's going to, you know, two weeks will will be better. But you can't. You just can't do that. Mm-hmm. So. Now I I know you have to really submerge yourself in a new way of thinking, and um, yeah. you know it's such an automated response that we have built into things. You know when we're when we're stuck in a limiting paradigm that it's difficult to do. It's difficult to change it, especially when you're still very tied, married to it. Yeah. Yeah, I will say though that um, if if we we're going to talk time frames. The program that I facilitate, which is six months, and it's working with a client once a week for an hour for the six months, um, what I witness is if they do what the program asks them to do, in six months there's oftentimes a very dramatic change equal to where they started, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it depends. Yep. You know? yep. For me, you know, I've had dramatic results in six months to a year by changing paradigms. It just yeah. depends. Yeah. Wonderful. And, you know, especially in entrepreneurs, we have a lot of entrepreneurs um, and solopreneurs listening to the show. You know, these these behaviors will stop you from getting to where you want to get in your business. And so it's important. And this is something that I think entrepreneurs don't do enough of to really take a look, like you said, at where you're at, how you got there and how it's working for you. So uh, can you give us some tips or, or perhaps an exercise that will help entrepreneurs learn to focus and, and learn to, 
begin to change behaviors, begin to see where they're really at and how it's working for them. Yeah, you know, paradigms will stop you. They're, they're very um, sneaky that way. And, and part of the key is to grow awareness. So, you know, you can do an activity where, but you have to do it honestly, of course, where, and you devote yourself to, to writing down what you do for your entire day. Take, take the first section and the second section. And you're not doing it to find ways to judge yourself. You are doing it to create awareness because the paradigms will dissolve you know, once you're aware of them and create a new paradigm. But you want to create awareness of how are you spending your time, really, truly, for the first half of the day, for the second half of the day. And then you want to put them into productive and nonproductive categories. Nonproductive meaning taking you away from your personal or even, um, I'm sorry, professional or even personal goal. You know, productive and nonproductive. And then once you recognize whether they're productive taking you toward your goal or nonproductive taking you away, you get to choose because the paradigms are so... We're just not aware of them, okay? So we're doing things that we're not aware of, and until we become aware of them, we usually don't change them. So awareness is really the key. And by doing this activity, we know that writing causes thinking. So in doing that, you know, you get to see for yourself, oh, I didn't realize I spent an hour talking to the neighbor when I took the trash out. Eh, You know, probably not going to get me to my goal faster. So that's a really key thing. And the thing is we have to do it. We can't just think about it. We have to do it. You know, if your paradigm is arguing with you, saying, I don't have time to write down what I did for the first half of my day and the second half of the day. Well, again, we need to understand that, that the paradigms are, you know, the, the logic that we see in things is dictated by the paradigm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that a lot. It's, it's important. Yeah, I get that a lot. It, I, I think it's really important for entrepreneurs to do periodic time tracking. And, uh, you know, I do get that as well. It's, well, I, I just, oh my gosh, that just sounds overwhelming. I'm already so busy. And if you're not, if you're not going to stay current with, uh, you know, how your mind is working and what's going on, then it's just going to bring, it's going to prevent the solution from surfacing. Um, but then we get the right. folks, yeah, and we get the folks who, okay, for instance, I worked with someone last week who was really entrenched in his, um, oh, I, okay, I'm going to use the word self-pity, and uh, found himself procrastinating a lot in, in getting to the next level and procrastinating with with uh, tasks that uh, aren't, are far from productive, okay, like playing solitaire. And uh right. It's apparent that he doesn't feel ready to change that. How do you approach someone who who is so stuck in and and limiting their success to such a degree and don't feel ready to move? Well, that's that's great because we well we can't change anybody. I mean, they have to change themselves. We have to recognize that we cause our own results. And one of the things that I love about um, what Bob has taught me is that it is all about awareness. It is all about understanding what's happening with your mind. And when we have a clear understanding of what's happening, um, we also can understand that we are not going to do it relaxed. Changing paradigms is not a relaxing activity. It is Mm -hmm. oftentimes one that throws us into the terror barrier. And we've got to go from, you know, we take this idea, the conscious idea that we want to change, if we're to the point where we can recognize we have behaviors that are not in alignment with that, then we can, when we step out to take action on that, just simply understanding how that action is going to set off our nervous system and cause us to go into fight or flight, it actually helps. 
but we also have to understand that we're just not going to, it's not going to be an easy walk in the park. But then again, this understanding is what can help because I think a lot of times we're confused. You know, we think it should be easy and we don't understand that when we take this conscious idea of this new idea, we step out to take action on it and emotionalize it, we're going to go into the terror barrier. It's not going to be comfortable. You know, but we're taught that I think our, our world revolves around trying to avoid discomfort. We just go in every which direction to try to avoid it. Um, but understanding that it's not, it's not going to, I mean, there are times where I have been so utterly uncomfortable. <laughs> it's yeah. paradigms. You know, that you, but it's, it's every human. Bob gets uncomfortable changing long-standing paradigms. I mean, he probably doesn't have many now but that are non-productive. But every human being will go through the terror barrier when you're trying to change a long-standing paradigm that's limiting you. You just will. Yeah, you just will. And I think just understanding that you're not alone and this is just how it works, how it happens, um, is, is very helpful to most people. And, you know, so, so what can we do to, to better align ourselves and uh, to step into a place where, where we can have some acceptance of that, that it's, it's uncomfortable, I am going to be afraid, and, and to become okay with that fear? Well, you have to have understanding. You have to really seek out, and that's why I think personal development is one of the key places where we need to see ourselves going more. You know, we have enough business information to run our company the way it should be done. What, we, what most entrepreneurs don't do is invest enough personally in understanding themselves because just understanding alone, like you said, understanding you're not alone, understanding physically how your own body works when you step up to take action and get scared, is it helps. Um, and you've got to be willing to – part of the reason, too, is people, uh, I think, with their goals, they're not clear on goals. And if you have a goal that's big and scary, it's going to cause you to grow. And the whole purpose behind having a goal is cause you to grow. So if your goal is big enough, if it's big and scary and you don't know how you're going to get it and it scares you, it's the perfect goal. But when you step out to do that, it's going to cause you to grow. So you're, you're going to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, when you have a goal, that, it's in, when the goal is worth it, it's going to be worth going through this uncomfortable phase to get the acquisition of the goal. It is. And um, it, as I said, it's okay to be scared. Sometimes, though, I've worked with entrepreneurs who, who are so paralyzed by that goal. Any advice on breaking it down or looking at it differently? How can you get out of that paralyzation uh, mode? And I will tell you, we're going to go into break in just a minute, so we can always come back to it, but you might get interrupted in your answer. Okay. Well, goals are never bigger than us. You know, we have this perception that somehow if we can think of a big, scary goal, that it's, that it's somehow we're not worthy of it. We are completely worthy of it. Goals are always in service to us. So having the goal is the perfect thing to do. We're just not used to causing our own growth. We're used to being very static in our learning and understanding about ourselves and our goals. So it's a revisiting of a new process and a practice, and it's going to take a little bit of time. You know, we need to, uh, we need to give ourselves um, gratitude and thanks and patience and start putting energy into those things versus the idea that it's going to be hard. I mean, oftentimes just having your goal card in your pocket that says, I'm so happy and grateful, now that, looking at it yeah. every single day shifts the thinking back to and where it here needs to be. we are going into break we'll be back with Allison Sutter in just a moment
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And speaking of paradigms, make sure to check out my Inc. magazine column this week because it's about exactly that. There's been a study released that I found to be rather fascinating. I think that a lot of you might enjoy reading it, especially women entrepreneurs. It was done by the uh, Global Entrepreneurship Monitor, and it's a report of a study actually done by by several colleges together. And uh, it says that female founders, business business entrepreneurs, fear that they're less capable capable than men globally. And uh, it's, it was pretty fascinating. So women around the world think that they are less capable. And I've listed three big issues that I see in my coaching practice and at the study sites and uh, some possible solutions. So make sure to head on over to com slash author slash Marla hyphen tobacco and check that article out this week. And uh, it's called Study female founders fear they're less capable than men. And Allison, going into break before the music so rudely interrupted us, <laughs> you were talking about carrying around a, a gratitude card in, in your pocket and how, how that can even help to shift. Tell us just a little bit more about that because we were cut off there. 
Well, that that in particular um, is a practice that Bob and I have, and everybody that Bob works with has, is you carry around a goal card, and this is your big, scary goal, remember, and you write it in the present tense. You write it in the, I'm so happy and grateful, now that, and you state your goal in completion. Now, the reason that we do this is that we know that the Newtonian way of giving, you know, thanks for gratitude for something after the fact is no longer how the universe works. Now what we do is to embrace the quantum physics principle that says you give gratitude first, and then you see the manifestation of the that which is what that which you want because we know the subconscious mind doesn't work with time it's a timeless space you know so we need to to uh, imprint it emotionally with an idea that that it thinks is happening in the present and so happy and grateful now that so that it can bring the equivalent vibration of that into your reality right Right. And I love the way you say that because oftentimes I find that when people understand the brain science behind how it works and that it's just not connected to some, you know, woo-woo that somebody made up, um, it, it helps them to step in and embrace it because it is hard for someone who doesn't have a more of a metaphysical, you know, understanding of life. It is hard to know how it works if you don't get into that brain science and understand that there are actually there's actually a filter that allows allows new experiences in and such Uh, it's important to know that and um, you talk about Allison the knowing doing gap tell us a little bit more about that and how it relates to business well that's the part where we talk about that if you know stuff intellectually like consciously you and I are talking about these principles and your listeners are nodding and they're going yes I agree because the conscious mind can reject or accept anything um, and so that's the part where we know stuff. You know, that's the part that school says, memorize for this, this for the test, and I'm going to ask you, and you answer the questions right, and you know it. Um, but that is not always the stuff that we do. And like we're talking about now, it's the subconscious mind that causes us to do something. So when we close that gap, we're actually in the nonproductive um, productive activity will help you close that gap. And when you close that gap, you save yourself time, you save yourself money, because you're not actually trying to manage time, you're trying to manage activity. Two different things. You know, if you're focusing on time, it's like like trying to grab its fog. Like, you're Mm -hmm. never going to get it. But if you manage activities, um, you will close, and being aware of what it is you're thinking about versus what it is you're actually doing, you know, same way you can drive a car and get there and not know how you got there there's a program that knows how to drive the car but you weren't thinking about it so when we in business when we close this knowing doing gap um, and become aware of what it is um, the differences between what we know we know how to pick up the phone and make the phone call make the presentation but maybe we're avoiding doing all that and we can become aware of it we can shift and change you know we can decide oh wait a second I didn't even realize that was happening you close that gap and you actually save time, save money, become happier, become more productive. But really the key is awareness. And you've got to be willing to do these things, even if you don't believe they're going to help. That's the key. You have to yeah. do them in beginning and you have to kind of pretend, you know, to become an actor and begin to convince yourself of the, 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 the effectiveness of this stuff. The same way that... Um, that uh, Napoleon Hill was told to, to look in the mirror when he wrote Think and Grow Rich and stand there and say, Andrew Carnegie, I'm going to match your accomplishments. I'm not only going to match your accomplishments in life, I'm going to um, match you with a post and pass you with a grandstand. 
or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to stand in the mirror and feel absolutely ridiculous. I think he whispered <laughs> in the beginning. You know, like, how am I going to do that? Well, he did. You know, he created more millionaires than anywhere else. But you've got to start the actions first. Yeah. And know that over time, when you emotionalize those ideas, they'll come into alignment and you'll see them come into fruition. And you you said a very important word in the beginning of that, and that is awareness. I know that the awareness is so important because even in my own life after, you know, I've been, been working in this realm for so many years, just like you. And I'll look at my vision board one day and realize, oh my gosh, I I have to change half of the things on there. Right. You know, and and, and without even having that awareness, these things occurred. And if you don't get into that practice of being aware and reviewing what's been going on since you've been changing your patterns, then you're not going to appreciate the results. I think that's a really important piece of this. Yeah, you've got to be open-minded and aware and just allow. And awareness is, is nothing more than just being relaxed and looking, you know, and mm-hmm. saying, what is it that's actually happening here in my life, in my business? You know, what is going on? And then be willing to um, recognize it and align it with something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allison, you talk about something called visioneering. Uh, tell us what that is and, and what it has to do with stay, staying in charge of the circumstances no matter what. Okay, so um, visioneering, and uh, remind me if I forget to, to, to follow in because I love it. I can get caught on just visioneering. <laughs> That's okay. Time, but, We've got plenty of time. Um, you know, visioneering is creating the vision of what you want personally and professionally. I think everyone needs to have both personal and professional, but... Yes. Um, and holding it on the screen of your mind regardless of outside distractions. So you want to be using your intellectual faculties of imagination, will, intuition to form the vision of what you want, not what you think you can get. Those are two different things. And emotionalize the vision of what you want regardless of what other people are telling you, regardless of what the economy says, regardless of what your business, you know, maybe sometimes it could be if you're out of alignment with a business partner, even something different than a business partner says. Hopefully it's the same. Um, and then, you know, you're, you're, by doing this, by holding this vision on the screen of your mind, you're strengthening your ability to stay emotionally invested in your dreams and not be affected by the circumstances. You know, not be affected by your, what you're seeing and hearing outside of you. Um, like I said, the newspaper could be saying the economy is bad, but if you're emotionally investing in that, um, you know, instead of this vision of expanding your business and making a million dollars next year, going global, this new possible future, um, then you're missing out on visioneering because visioneering literally puts thoughts in order. And there's a wonderful book uh, called Your Invisible Power by Genevieve Berand. In that book, she says, you realize that since order is heaven's first law and visualization places things in their natural order, then it must be a heavenly thing to visualize. This is key, this next part. She says, everyone visualizes, whether he knows it or not. Visualization is the great secret of success. So here's the thing. You're visualizing whether you know it or not. So visioneering is taking that visualizing power that you're already doing. You know, a lot of times we're we're, uh, visualizing the negative unconsciously, subconsciously, but we want to use our power to switch it to visioneering all the future possibilities 
and emotionally investing in that. And that will keep you in charge of the circumstances because you're not letting your senses dictate. You're letting your internal intellectual faculties dictate how you feel. And ultimately, you know, if we feel out of control, it's because we've allowed something in our external environment to control our internal thoughts and uh, feelings, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that is probably one of the keys. And if, uh, if the listeners don't have um, so like a visualization or a visioneering plan, they need to sit down and, and write it out right now and be very specific about what it is they want, not what they think they can get, but what they want. So, yeah, and, and it is such a powerful, powerful practice. Um, talk to us a little bit about interrupting the pattern. For instance, when you were saying, when you were talking about the visualization and that everyone is visualizing, you may as well visioneer your, your visualizations, um, something that came to mind for me is people who worry chronically and people who are visualizing a, a less than di- desirable result. And uh, the difficulty that they have in in breaking that pattern. So, do you use pattern interrupts, or what do you use to help someone shift that pattern so that they can begin to see the more desirable outcome? Well, honestly, it it it's actually simple. We just need to change our mind. You know, so often we use the language that you just said. It's so difficult. What if we just said it's easy? Mm-hmm. It's easy. It's easy to change these things. And all we need to do is relax into, oh, it's easy. Okay, so ask yourself a question. How how am I spending my mental energy? And just wait. And wait for the awareness to creep up. Because awareness, if you just simply state that you're ready for it and you start to make um, that your intention, you will be surprised. It's like that little piece of grass that makes its way through the cement um, sidewalk It wants to expand and grow, and all you need to do is just open up yourself to the possibilities. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of times, you know, I mean, it's different. So in my practice, we have, um, there's a lot of awareness exercises in the uh, the program that I use, um, and a lot of them have to do with writing, writing and answering specific questions in regards to awareness. So. Allison, we are going into our final break already, and we'll talk more about that when we return in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their their stories of struggle, glory, 
tragedy and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here today with certified thinking into results facilitator and author, Allison Sutter. You can learn more about Allison at her website, which is Results Hub, H-U-B, H-Q, ResultsHubHeadquarters.com. And uh, going into break, we were talking uh, about the visualization and the changing of patterns and awareness exercises that we can do to, to help create that awareness and make up our minds that change can be easy and that change is easy instead of getting stuck in that belief system that it has to be such drudgery and so hard and nearly impossible in some cases. So, Allison, I think you were about to tell us about some of your awareness exercises as we went into break. So, have at it sure well you know there's there's so many and they then they honestly they fall back to information the listeners already know you know for example finding time to meditate on this vision and the reason you want to do that from a scientific standpoint is we know that when our body is in stress mode you know it doesn't digest it doesn't repair there's no need to be creative when you're in stress mode because you're in fight or flight you need to run from that danger so you know um, you just have to sit down and give yourself that time. And even if it's just a few minutes at the beginning of, of your practice or whatever, you need to you know, sit down and use the visualization process while totally relaxed so that you can engage the visualization with the uh, emotions of gratitude, thankfulness. And honestly, you know, I think it's fine if you just start out pretending. You know, I remember when I started out a visualization practice, I used to, you know, I would do it when I was in the shower, and I'd pretend, just hoping if I could speak the words that it would come true. And then I'd do it again, and then I'd do it again. And after a while, I'm like, this isn't so bad. And time-space continuum will catch up. And what you want to do is look for the manifestation of, in your business or your personal life, of those things that you're expressing gratitude for, before they come into existence, um, writing down that vision plan for yourself, becoming aware. You know, when you're doing the non-productive productive activity, um, rip up the not rip up the, or you can do positive and negative. You know, you can do this with your um, your income. You know, maybe if you're in sales, it fluctuates, and so you've got up. You know, my my income is up at this point, and then it's down to this point. Well, you can rip up the negative and burn it. It's symbolic, yes, but you can do that repetitively until you've emotionalized the new idea of the up, and that becomes the continuum. And know that it's not going to happen if you do that exercise today when this program is done. Probably not going to happen tomorrow. I mean, that, that quick is, is pretty much a, you know, really not going to happen. So you've got to know that give up the time-space continuum um, 
you know, emotional involvement with that that we have. Focus mm -hmm. on the activities and then go looking specifically. You know, you can even try, try it with something as simple as a cup of coffee. I'm so happy and grateful now that I get a cup of coffee brought to me every day. Focus on that and you'll find that all of a sudden people are bringing you cups of coffee. Then you can venture into more um, what we typically viewed as dangerous territory with your income or your business, the growth of your business, or something where it feels typically like I have more to risk. You know, if I don't yeah. make money, I don't feed the family type of thing. But mm -hmm. once your belief, not mere hope or wish, but once you believe in this process, your manifestation power and your ability to transform this thing called thought into a result becomes very quick and it's very easy because you've rehabituated yourself with a new pattern of thinking, feeling, you know, being, doing, and uh, it, it, you know, it will take a little bit of time, but the time mm -hmm. is determined on your investment in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, Allison, I believe that people get caught up in shifting from that visualization process, that allowing process to the controlling piece where they want to know specifically how things are going to happen. They get into the nuts and bolts and it's distracting and it, and it prevents the process from working. So what would you say to people who have a hard time staying in that allowing state and instead go into the controlling state and trying to predict and analyze how their dreams and desires are going to happen? Well, you got to give up the how. Because honestly, you know what, we, we spend so much time trying mm -hmm. to control the how. Give me the person whose how exactly worked out as they imagined it would be. <laughs> working out. It didn't. It right. didn't. Never does. Give it up. Goodbye. Goodbye, old belief. You know, mm -hmm. what I do now is, and that's where not mere, believing and not mere wish or hope comes in. You've got to really believe through practice in believing that we don't, and we don't have to know exactly how. No, that doesn't mean we don't take action steps. Of course we do. We, we do take action steps in the direction um, that we're going. But I know one of my clients, I'm like, I taught him just to say, you know what, I didn't see that coming. When you create something that you didn't expect, the how part of it, you know, be like, wow, I didn't see that coming because we cannot control the how. I mean, we've got to just understand that perhaps there's an intelligence that we don't fully understand helping co-creating this process. So... You, I oftentimes will just tell people, you know what, we've got to take action steps. You've got to keep moving forward toward this goal. But don't concentrate on the exact how, because I guarantee you it's not going to be how you imagined it. It just won't be. Mm -hmm. You've got to just let that control go a little bit and just be like, I actually don't need to know the how, because I never have before. Well, I guess I don't need to know the how, right? And so I'm going to play devil's advocate here because uh, I know some of the listeners will be thinking this. Strategy is still necessary. Strategy is about the how. How do we marry these two? Yes. Yes. Well, you, okay, so that's a great So you have to, the action steps that I'm talking about are the strategy. You've got to say, I'm going to do a, you know, do this action, do this action, do this action. So you're continuing to move forward towards the accusation of your goal. What I mean by you have to give up the how is there are going to be things happening that you cannot control. So what we control is activity, right? We control the strategy. You have to make the strategy. You have to make the plan. But when the plan doesn't go according to exactly how you wrote it out, you can also understand that that's part of the plan too, right? Because right. We, we will oftentimes go 
off in a direction. And part of the, I personally believe, the journey of life is, is understanding that that thing that we went off to, if it's viewed as a negative, is a necessary. You know, I had a client who, you know, had lost $6,000 in sales last month. Now, he's continuing to plan the strategy moving forward. Could he have controlled that? No. No, he could not have controlled not losing $6,000, right? Mm-hmm. But he right. can control his reaction to that. Will he let the external circumstance, control, the, the you know, environment control him? Or is he going to say, you know what, that happened. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but here's what's going to happen. I'm going to keep moving forward, going in this direction, not feeling fearful because of that. You know, and, and sometimes we have to look at those and say, you know what, I had to lose $6,000 in investments in order to get to this bigger vision. I could not seen, I could have not have seen that how part of the, the thing playing itself out, right? It's because we right. view that as a negative. That's our perspective. And so right. sometimes we have to change our perspective. We could not have controlled that, but we control, control us, right? That's how we stay in control no matter the circumstances, is we control yeah. us. We control our reaction, our vibration. Are we going to sit and mope about, mope about it for the week, or are we going to keep going and doing something else, develop a new strategy, keep going with the strategy that we have? That's what I mean by you don't control the how. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is such such an empowering awareness for us when we realize that even in relation to other people who, you know, let's say someone actually caused this $6,000 loss for your client, you know, our response to that, well, how can I get him to change? How can I get him to understand? How can I get him, you know, and when we, when we give ourselves permission to realize that you're not going to get anyone to be or do anything, but that when you, uh, when you learn to take control of your response, that like kind of energy will be returned that, you know, people yes. around you may begin to change. Yes. And so he had another experience too, where he was trying to, con- he was going through this process and he was trying to recognize um, somebody came to him and they weren't going to buy the product. And originally what he would have done is be like, well, you know, um, <clears throat> why is this person in front of me? You just need to leave. That would have been a thinking process through the awareness that we're doing, mm-hmm. he went, you know what? He asked himself, why am I in this business? Oh, yeah, to help people. Okay, so let's switch. So he switched, and he offered um, something else to, the, to this person that was very helpful to them. Well, lo and behold, this person knew three people on his list of people to call, and he said, you know what, uh, can you connect me? Oh, yeah. Yep. So that's go. what I mean by the how. You know, yeah. if we're doing it with the rightful intent, he didn't, you know, he could never have predicted that part of the how that he would possibly right. get three sales by offering up um, kindness to the one going person back he wasn't going to buy. Purpose. Yeah. 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 Allison, you have a, a program coming up that is going to help people think into results. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Are you talking about the masterminding or are you talking about the TIR? Um, I was I was talking about the thinking into results facilitation program, but you if you have something else you'd like to tell our audience about, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, the the thinking into results is an ongoing, and I welcome anybody to step into that um, process at any point because they will absolutely learn how to cause their great success. So that is an open and ongoing. invitation and a very powerful one. The other 
part that I have is actually kind of the, a free gift, so to speak. It's a part of my practice that is the, the complementary part, meaning there's no cost to participate. And that is an 11-week mastermind program. There's one starting in September um, wow. where we use Bob Proctor's um, book, You Were Born Rich, as a vehicle to um, get us starting to, to think about how we cause our success. Now, in, in terms of comparing the two, uh, use an iceberg. You know, how the tip of an iceberg is above the water. That's probably the free You Were Born Rich part of it. The TAR is the body of the iceberg. It's where you're really going to make massive um, jumps in your awareness yeah. and your results. So. Okay. And you also, I hear you have a new book coming out. I do. That is all fun and exciting, and the process is so absolutely interesting. So um, I am hoping to target that. Um, I thought it was September. It looks like it's going to be birthed a little bit later than September. That's um, okay. But that's called Living 360, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful process. And that is a book about partially about my own experience in life, but also coupled with a lot of personal development principles such as we can have all the good that we desire in life. Yep. Um, and, you know, so I'm coupling though my experiences and showing how that's a possibility with a lot of these things that we uh, hear spoken about in personal development. Yeah, that's wonderful. Congratulations. That's a huge achievement. Allison, thank you for being with us this week on The Million Dollar Mindset. And I want to re- remind everyone out there that you can find more about Allison and her programs at resultshubhq.com. And I look forward to seeing everyone here next week when we're talking about publishing a book and marketing a book. So it's the perfect uh, follow-up to this program. Thank you, Allison Sutter, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there... 